Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host, Fritz Finley, and today I'm speaking with my guest, Sean Fulton. Sean is the founder and CEO of Night Food, a sleep-friendly nighttime snacking brand that's backed by both doctors and chefs. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thanks so much, Fritz. Happy to be here. All right, let's just jump straight into it. Sean, can you start by talking a little bit about the history of night food? How did you get here and what's that founder story? Sure, yeah, look, I've always been a nighttime snacker. I know most people are. Snacking at night is something that I wrestled with for a long time. And I, I started to research, you know, if you're gonna snack at night, are there things that are better, things that are worse? And there was a lot of consensus out there among sleep experts. There was a lot of tips and tricks, but what I noticed there was not was any products. And I thought that was a missing and something that we could solve for. I did more and more research. I sat on the idea for a little while, but the more I researched, the more I saw that there was a really powerful link between nutrition and sleep, and that there was more and more research about how many people were snacking at night and what they were choosing. And so the opportunity just seemed more and more powerful, and, and I realized that this was gonna be a category. This nighttime snacking, nighttime nutrition, sleep-friendly snacking was gonna be a, a, its own category. And at that time, I, I decided that it was time for me to you know, be the leader and, and bring it into existence. Yeah, and how long ago was that? Well, the idea to start the company goes back about 15 years. And we're still really early in our process. We've had some, you know, strategic decisions that we've had to learn from. Started out with sleep aids in our snacks. So we had melatonin in our nutrition bars and that created its own set of problems. You know, a lot of people like that idea, but a lot of people don't like the idea of, um, you know, having to eat something to get better sleep. And so that's not what we're, we're about. And it's not what we were founded on. I was always trying to solve the snack problem, not solve the sleep problem. A consultant we hired very early on said, well, you know, everybody knows you're not supposed to snack at night, so there's no market there. You know, you need to put, you need to put melatonin, you need to turn this into a sleep aid and sell it as a sleep aid. So that cost us a lot of time and money and it almost, almost went out of business. But now we're back to solving the real problem, which is the snack problem and the fact that the stuff that people tend to crave at night, the most popular things that we reach for, are not only unhealthy, but they're also sleep disruptive. And that's the problem I always set out to solve, which is if you're going to snack at night, what should you or shouldn't you be eating? It was never to create a sleep aid product. And so now we're back on the right track. Speaking from personal experience, I know all about that. When it's about 11 p.m. and I want to go to sleep, I feel something deep in my stomach and it's a craving for something. And a lot of times that's expressed with an unhealthy option that keeps me up for even longer. Yeah, the, the problem is, I mean, you know, it's gotten worse because we're not going to bed as early as we should. You know, people are staying up later between, you know, streaming media, streaming social media as well. You know, so, so whether it's, you know, Netflix or, or, or Instagram or TikTok, and you know, it's uh, the cravings are real. They're biological. They're hardwired. Cravings get more powerful at night, specifically for sweets and, and fats. Appetite peaks at night. Willpower gets weaker. So it's a perfect storm. And uh, you know, when those cravings hit, it's really hard for us to make good, good, healthy choices. And that's we're trying to help people. We're 
we're not trying to encourage anybody to snack at night. And we know it's kind of pointless to try to discourage people from snacking at night. So we're just trying to make sure they have better choices. Yeah. Sleep friendly. Yeah. All right. So you said this idea goes back upwards of 15 years. Okay. I even further than that, I'd like to explore a little bit about how you were able to carve out this kind of niche space in the CPG landscape. Can you talk about why night food has been a success and what kind of demographics you're targeting with it? Well, look, I mean, it's, I, I don't even, we don't really think in terms of demographics, we think in terms of behavior. And the behavior that we're solving for is the nighttime snacking. And it really spans across ages, gender, generations. You know, the funny thing is people wrestle with this for decades on end, right? This is not something that happens once on a Tuesday and that's it, right? It's for a lot of people, it's two, three, four, five, six nights a week for decades on end. So we focus on the behavior, we don't focus on the demographic. And from our perspective, you know, where that behavior is accessible to us is in the hotel marketplace, which I'm sure we'll be talking about in a minute. So, you know, really it's about being where what we're doing makes sense to the consumer. At this stage, that's not the supermarket. It's not the convenience store. We think we'll get there. A lot of people don't even make that connection between what you eat and how you sleep. There's tons of research. There was just an article that came out a couple of weeks ago, got, you know, global media coverage. But people don't think about it. You know, you might think, am I making a healthy choice? Should I be eating this candy or, or, or this cookie? But people are not thinking, well, if I eat this now, will it keep me up? Or even worse, what's trickier is not that these things keep you up, but that you fall asleep with no problem, but your sleep quality is impaired. Like with alcohol. When you drink alcohol, it doesn't keep you awake, but you sleep like garbage. So that's what we're trying to solve. And, and we think that understanding the behavior and being where, the, where we're in context is the key to, to, to successfully creating this category. Yeah. As you just mentioned, hospitality is a sector of retail that, that you're interested in, in delving more into. We're sitting here at the Retail Hospitality Show in, in Vegas right now. Can you talk a little bit about why you're here and why this makes sense for night food? Yeah, so there's, there's two reasons and they're, they're, both surround, they're both around context. We've got sales data from some of the hotels where we're selling head-to-head -head with Haagen-Dazs. There's only two brands of pints in, in these hotels, Haagen-Dazs and night food. And there's about 30 of them across the country that we are head-to-head -head with Haagen-Dazs and we have sales data. We're, we're in hundreds of hotels, but there's these 30. And in those hotels, we sell about 40% of the pints. Haagen-Dazs sells 60. Now, Haagen-Dazs has been around since the early 60s. It's been around forever. We're a brand new company. Nobody's ever heard of us. The reason we're able to sell almost pint for pint with Haagen-Dazs in that space is because it makes sense to the consumer in that moment. When a, when a guest, a hotel guest, is walking into that marketplace at uh, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and they're about to eat something and they see sleep-friendly ice cream, it makes a lot of sense. They can grab it. We would never be able to capture that kind of market share from Haagen-Dazs in a movie theater or you know, in a convenience store or a supermarket. So that's the context that's really important. And from the hotel's perspective, there's also important context. You know, The supermarkets don't care how you sleep. The convenience stores don't care how you sleep. But hotels have a vested interest in making sure you sleep well. They've invested billions in upgrading their beds and their mattresses and their pillowcases and their linens and blackout curtains and white noise machines. And then when you go down into that lobby market, if all they have is the Klondike bars and the Twizzlers and the, and the, the Twinkies, literally, you know, that's not a great look for the hotel. And it's undermining their most important thing, which is the sleep business. So that's why we're focused on hospitality. It makes sense to the consumer. It makes sense to the retailer. And because of those reasons, it makes a lot of sense for us. All right, jumping around a little bit, it's obvious that nutrition is important, not just from a health perspective for night food, but to achieve your goal of better sleep. 
Can you talk a little bit about the science that goes into the brand and the products more specifically? Sure. Yeah, so it's about it's about better sleep, but it's about again, th this is for people that are snacking that are going to snack anyway. So if they eat the wrong thing, it can impair their sleep, and if they eat the right thing, they can get better sleep. So it's it's all relative. So when we talk about our products benefits, it's also relative. So for instance, with our ice cream compared to the same serving of Haagen-Dazs, we're going to have about 70% less calories, 70% less sugar, 90% less fat. We've got a lot more protein, a lot more prebiotic fiber. These things are beneficial to promote satiety so you feel fuller on eating less. Also to help with glycemic impact of the snacks that you have. We also have added nutrients and vitamins and minerals recommended by our sleep experts, such as calcium, magnesium, zinc, vitamin B6. These are all things that that are understood to be helpful for sleep. So it's really, we look at it and, you know, we have sleep experts and we say, okay, imagine you have a patient, you know, they're going to eat ice cream at night. You can tell them not to, they're going to eat it anyway. What would you, how would you design an ice cream for that person based on better sleep? And what should it have more of, what should it have less of? And that's really the way we approach it. It's very pragmatic. And obviously everything we make has to taste great. If it doesn't, then nobody else is going to care about anything else because you can't get good enough sleep from a snack, right? This is about sleep hygiene. This is about doing one more thing that moves you in the right direction. People have on their phones, they have the night shift mode. A lot of people, so the light, the blue light doesn't hit their eyes after seven or eight or nine o'clock at night. This is like that. It's about doing the right thing. There's so many elements of sleep hygiene that are gonna impact how well you sleep at night, how much sunlight you got during the day. Did you exercise, stress levels? How dark is your room? How cool or hot is your room? So, and nutrition is just one factor in there, but we wanna make sure that if you are gonna snack at night, that you're doing as little harm as possible and supporting your sleep as powerfully as possible. And it's through the, that nutritional profile that we do that. Yeah, and it sounds like you've been able to do that while still prioritizing taste and the, the pleasure aspect of being able to eat late at night. Yeah, this is not prescriptive. This is not a drug. It's not a pill. People have to enjoy it. And if they don't, then, then they're not coming back. So we've got our, on our ice cream, for example, we've got over 10,000 online reviews. We average about 4.3 stars. And what that means, you know, it's hard to average 4.3 stars. That means about 95% of your people are giving you four or five star ratings. So it's, we, you know, we're really proud of that. We've got great tasting ice cream, great tasting cookies. I mean, if it doesn't taste good, if, if you're not satisfying the craving, then you're not solving the problem for the consumer. There are products out there, you know, there are drinks that are you know, like sleep shots and stuff. You know, they, they're trying to do their own thing. They're delivering drugs, melatonin or, or whatever. You know, we're a snack, we're a snack company, we're solving the snack problem and they've gotta be delicious. From a taste palette perspective over the years, how do you come to decide on, you know, I wanna do a, a mint chocolate chip version versus maybe something else. How do you come to these conclusions about what works best for people who snack? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When we're in the supermarket space, you just go after the most popular flavors. Now in hotels, we're still doing that, but the difference is hotels have a much smaller selection. They're not set up, you know, you go into a supermarket and you go into the ice cream section, they might literally have 500 SKUs to choose from. You know, there's 50 Ben and Jerry's SKUs and 40 Haagen-Dazs. And in that hotel, you might literally have two or four SKUs to choose from. So, you know, the flavors that we manufacture now for the ice cream is Cookies and Dreams, which is our cookies and cream flavor, of course, and Midnight Chocolate, which is our chocolate flavor. So we don't have a whole broad selection because the hotel's don't have the space for that. So we went with 
you know, two very popular flavors that we think kind of give a little something for everybody. All right. Thinking ahead, what is next for night food and what are you, what are you excited about in the future? Well, look, I mean, we're in hundreds of hotels now and with our ice cream and we're, we're launching the cookies. You know, my vision is that when you walk into that lobby market in any property, whether it's Hilton, Marriott, Holiday Inn, Choice Hotel, Sinesta, whatever it is, Best Western, you walk in there, you're going to see next to the Haagen-Dazs pints, you'll see the night food pints. Next to the Klondike bar, you'll see the night food ice cream sandwich. You know, next to the chips, you know, the, the Lay's or the Ruffles, you'll see night food chips. And we want to be in there in every format that people crave at night and like to snack on. And from there, there's a much bigger category here. This is not about hotels. A very small percentage of snacks are consumed at a hotel. We want to be in the house, okay? But by being in the hotels, when people see us in all these hotels, that gives us a level of awareness and a level of credibility that you can't buy with advertising, right? When we're in all these hotels that people trust, brand names that people have known for their whole lives, and they see us there, then we can expand more powerfully into the supermarkets, into mainstream retail, and expand our product line. So that's the goal. We dominate the hotel space. Hopefully that'll be in the next 6 to 12 to 18 months. And then we start rolling into retail very powerfully with a lot of awareness, a lot of trial, and a lot of trust because these hotels are in effect endorsing us when they put us in there to help their guests get a way to satisfy those cravings without killing their sleep. Well, thank you so much, Sean. I look forward to seeing what's next from Night Food and, and hearing more about your success in the future. Great. Thank you so much, Fritz. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.